Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Uh, did you hear what Nick just reported? Yeah, we did it. We have dipped below 500 in our seven-day rolling average. So 500 new cases today, uh, and we have, with that number, that has brought us below uh, 500. Our seven-day rolling average right now is 457 uh, positive cases. Now, of course, we want to continue to improve that. Uh, this is by no means the finish line. Uh, but the, the governor laid down a challenge uh, a few weeks ago, challenging us to, by August 1st, get our seven-day rolling average below 500, or else we would need to reevaluate whether or not we here in the state of Utah are under a masking mandate. Well, uh, we... <laughs> Again, I, I, I'm hesitant to like celebrate and jump for joy and all, but we have made remarkable progress, and we have met the challenge. So let's stay the course, whatever it takes uh, to keep us where we are now and improve our situation. Uh, let's do exactly that, uh, and we uh, will continue on this good course. Uh, maybe more and more students will be able to get into the classroom uh, with comfortable parents and teachers and uh, have their own peace of mind to use to uh, continue learning. So, uh, wonderful, great stuff. I, I'm I'm very pleased, and I'm in particularly happy. I'm particularly happy because we're able to pull this off without a mandate. All right, all right. I don't want to get too distracted by this, but uh, but good job, good job, Utah. That's pretty great. In the before the break, we started talking about uh, the return to NBA basketball last night. I watched. I watched two games. I watched the Utah Jazz in their victory, and I watched the Los Angeles Lakers in their victory. Uh, who remembers Who remembers the defeated opponents? I don't. Uh, anyway, everyone did kneel during the playing of the National Anthem uh, before each of the two games that I watched last night, and that has uh, evoked some strong feelings on both sides of the issue. And uh, I have uh, asked for calls, and I'm very grateful uh, to be joined now by Jerry from West Valley, who has some thoughts on the matter. Jerry, welcome to the program. Thanks, Lee. Good to talk to you, actually, about this. <laughs> Thanks a lot. You watched the games last night. Um, you know, I actually did not watch them. I'm not. It's not because of the knowledge that they were going to kneel or anything. I, you know, I just didn't have the ability to watch it. Okay. But I feel that the kneeling. I, I, I kind of take your side on it. I, I find it disrespectful. There's and there's other ways for them to you know, protest this, I, I feel. I, I think they need to have more action being done. You know, I, I support their their First Amendment, their, their freedom of speech, you know, their right to protest. But I just feel like 
kneeling is not enough action. It, it, yeah. I, I agree that it, I, I, when I first saw the kneeling, you know, back with uh, Kaepernick, it, when he started doing it, I understood that there was a, a problem. And I'm not going to deny there's a, you know, I'm not going to deny yeah. anything about a problem. But I, I feel that the, the action needs to be different, you know. Yeah. And I, I tread lightly saying this, but they need to go to Congress. They need to sit down in front of Congress and say, these are the changes that need to be done. Yeah. You know, kneeling in front of kneeling during the anthem in front of the flag to me personally is an insult especially when it's almost becoming a trend in in my opinion jerry thank you so much for your call i I agree with you Uh, and as i was growing up my dad taught me uh, the following phrases you can't do the right thing the wrong way and i think what has unfortunately come about is that we find that if you are not uh, a supporter of kneeling during the national anthem that you somehow are uh, against all of the other all of the other messages being communicated and no that's not the case you can be a supporter of the national anthem you can be a supporter of standing while the national anthem is played while at the same time recognizing and supporting all the voices that are calling uh for change in other areas yeah i, I just uh, i think that the 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 message is uh, a valiant and noble and uh, legitimate one uh but to kneel during the the national anthem is just not my way going about things. Uh, next on the program, uh, Greg, sir, how are you? Hello, Lee. Hey. Uh, I, I understand you are a candidate for office. What are you running for, sir? <laughs> yes, I am running for governor on the Independent American Party ticket. All right. Well, how does a member of the Independent American Party uh, react to the basketball games of last night? Well, I enjoyed the games, but... Uh, I also agree with you. I would not kneel or raise a fist and salute during the um, during the anthem. But being a veteran, uh, I was in uh, in the U.S. Air Force and was in Vietnam. But I feel like I was fighting for everybody's First Amendment right to express their opinion, even if I don't agree with it. Yeah. So that's that's my stand. Even when Kaepernick was taking a knee, I felt he was unduly punished for his opinion. And it's a First Amendment right to have freedom of speech and freedom of opinion, just like I disagree with both the right and the left, when they fly the U.S. flag upside down as a symbol of distress, right. that's their opinion. And I may disagree with that opinion, but that's their right. Yeah. Uh, Greg Durden, I'm grateful to you for your call. I also thank you for your service. My grandfather, as well, was in Vietnam with the Air Force. Uh, so thank you so much for your service there and your words here today. Best of luck in your candidacy, okay? Thank you, Lee. All righty. Last up, let's have a chat here with uh, Travis. Disagrees with kneeling. Travis, sir, how are you? Good, how are you? Uh, I'm well. Did you see the games last night? I did. What did you think as you saw those players on their knees uh, as the National Anthem played? Um, I I think you might have said disagree with you. I I agree with you. Um, They they should not have been kneeling during our National Anthem. 
is the is a basketball game an, an appropriate venue for uh, communicating the messages of last night? Um, no, I mean the national anthem is the, one of the most important things in our country, right there with the flag. And uh, during the national anthem is not the time for it. Uh, these these sports stars make millions and millions of dollars, and to in my opinion, I mean, they're disgracing our flag and our national anthem by doing this. I think there's way other, many ways they could do it with their social media platforms, their post-game interviews and whatnot. Everybody's still going to see it, um, just not during our national anthem. Yeah. Uh, Travis, thanks so much for the call. I, uh, th- that last bit he shared uh, is pretty much uh, the summary of my feelings. Uh, please share your message. Use the platform uh, that you have as an NBA superstar. Uh, I, I think it was brilliant, the swapping of their last names for these statements of support on the backs of their jerseys. I, I think having uh, the words Black Lives Matter uh, on the court, I, I think that's wholly appropriate. But the national anthem is a different thing. It transcends all. And there are uh, men like Greg who called in a moment ago, who have fought and put their lives on the line to uh, defend that flag and the uh, anthem it represents in this country. And I just uh, I wish that we would be able to, regardless of your politics, regardless of your attitude, be able to see at least the national anthem as something that we can all uh, continue to respect uh, and to stand up and to put our hands on our heart and together uh, sing the words contained in that hymn. All right, that's it on that topic. If you have further thoughts, please feel free to send me a text. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I'd love to hear what you have to say uh, still on this topic of the NBA returning to play and uh, so many of the players taking a knee as the national anthem plays. All right, quick break. When we return, we're going to set our sights now on Joe Biden, specifically on a choice that he has promised to us that he will make by next week. That choice, of course, with whom will he run? His vice presidential pick. Who will it be? We'll debate that next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.